Welcome to episode 37 of RJ Bell's Dream Preview, MLB edition. Another special episode is right now. My name is Taylor Ringle, your host, and my co-host, Griffin Warner, is here as always. And this is the last episode before the second half begins. We had the Home Run Derby and the All-Star Game last night. On our Monday pod, we went and we broke down both of those events. And tonight, the All-Star Game will be going on. We're recording on Tuesday night. But on this pod, we'll be breaking down our first half review on how certain players did on certain teams. We will also give you futures for the second half. See where the odds stand now and see where the odds were at on our first episode around March. So we will have a lot to break down. Of course, we'll give a, a best bet at the end of the episode. Griff, how are we doing? What's going on? You know, I'm, uh, I've been watching a lot of the news this week. Um, not a lot. Haven't had to use my three screens on baseball games. Kind of miss it. Looking forward to it coming back. Um, also going to try to not make this episode two hours in length, but it certainly could get there considering what we got in front of us. But uh, I'm looking forward to giving some some, uh, I guess, thumbs ups and thumbs downs to uh, yeah. a lot of teams across this league. Um, I think probably the the biggest thumbs up I got to give, uh, or, or do we want to tease that and wait for later? I think that's what you call a tease, Griff. Oh, that was okay. very well done. Um, what about your best bet, though, from Monday's festivity? Uh, from the, the carnival Monday. contest that just happened on Monday, uh, where somehow – a home run counted for Juan Soto that made no sense. Um, I'll let you say what you said pre-show. Uh, my best bet did not do very well. Jose Ramirez did not beat Juan Soto because he won the whole competition uh, in that first round. But got to say, didn't expect Josie to uh, bat right-handed. Uh, wonder if he's hurt and because we, I think, talked about it, how his more powerful side was his left side. Uh, but that's what happens when you – um, wager on contests that really don't matter. I mean, the money that, that people want on Soto certainly counts. Um, feel bad for anybody who took uh, our guy, Hurad, because he deserved that title. But he kind of pulled a, a Josh Hamilton, which I got to say the one home run derby contest I've ever won a future on was Justin Morneau way back when, when, when Josh Hamilton lit the world ablaze and was so tired in the last round, he like hit pop-ups, pop-ups the whole time. Uh, but I will take that 22 to one or whatever I cashed that day. Um, and uh, hopefully someone did that with Juan Soto in this one. Yeah. When I saw Jose Ramirez bat from the right side, I just, I just shook my head. I'm like, okay, this is losing. I'm just going to lose now. This is just a big fat L I had. Uh, I had, of course, Ramirez winning that as well. I was confident because from the left side, he's an animal. Soto did a good showing the last time he was, he, he played. Uh, he had an amazing showing this time around. But one guy who did not show up, Griff. Who? Who's that? Is Kyle freaking Schwarber. Schwarber Ooh. did not show up. I had him as my best bet to have the longest home run in the home run derby that went to Juan Soto. I think it was around like 482 feet. I had Schwarber hitting 485. He just hit 470. So, I mean, that's just hit 470 is like it's like not long. It's definitely a long home run. But 
I never want to say this on a betting podcast, right? But I'm going to Uh-oh. say, uh oh, Griff. Question for you: Was this rigged? Because you can't get more of a like a golden opportunity for Major League Baseball to have Pujols advance one round. I thought this guy was going to hit ten home runs flat and getting taken off on a stretcher because I just thought the guy was not going to make it. So this it, it looked so rigged. It looked so rigged. I was so pissed when Schroeder lost in the first round. I cannot believe that you would accuse Rob Manfred of doing anything below board to uh, damage, heighten, whatever he would think would do to this sport by advancing a grandpa on, considering that's most of the people who watch this game if you're not betting on it. But, um, you know, I, I don't know what to say about that. I feel like maybe Kyle Schwartz Forward's a big Albert Pujols fan, but uh, I don't, I don't, I generally, generally, I think it's too hard to rig things. So I, I will say no on that one. I know. I'm just trying to get the people going here. I'm just trying to get the people a little uh, aroused. I think there was actually aroused. A- oh, I, hey, baby. Hey, baby. How are we doing? I think, I think there was a situation where they didn't count correctly for Kyle Schwarber and he missed out on a few home runs. That video was circulating on Twitter last night and this morning, but I thought it was a great showing last night. We saw Julio Rodriguez on the, the biggest stage. Ooh, Rod! No, I'm telling you right now, Grip, that's never going to stick. I'm, and I'm, and I love you. Uh, it's just not going to stick. J-Rod wow. all day. Who Rod, you know what? If you can go to Seattle and go with those Mariners fans, the jump I'm just going to start the, I'm just going to start the, the train chance and just whenever, start whatever a video happens on Twitter of J-Rod doing something, you better be tweeting who Rod. I'm recruiting people. Don't worry. Just, just, uh, just, I would put just, some faith, put some faith in me and we'll see what happens. I, uh, you know, I might get crucified upside down, but we'll see what happens. You know what? It's all about the process and going through it, the battle, you know, you got to just give it all you got, but we, besides, we got some processes coming up, by the way, do we now? Uh, this is going to be a big episode full of uh, know, betting processes. We're going to talk all about the first half, second half. We got futures coming. Uh, we're going to make some best bets, either divisions or pennants or maybe World Series. Or even know, players. There's, there's, it's, it's also, we got to update what we did uh, leading off the season. Um, some good picks from us, some not good. But, you know, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. And you know what? I think, Griff, that it's nice to see people like us, right? Betting, We're betting podcast hosts to be held accountable. When we are... We make a bad pick. Hey, hand up. We can't get them all the time. So that's what we're going to give it to you. We're, we're real. We're just like you. But we're going to give our bad, our picks that did not go so well and give it to the masses and say, look, and here's our reason why we picked them and see what's happening to this said play or said team. Because I'm telling you right now that people are not going to be happy with my picks for individual awards. You can't, you can't make it up with my situation. I, I mean, before we get into all that for, for Griffin Ice picks, I'm going to give a quick promo out and then we can give it to the people. How's that sound? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So we give you 20% off these deals all the time. 20% off all listeners, break 20. Break 20, 20% off all listeners. It's good through, uh, what, what's the day? 8 4. So 20% <laughs> off. Let's go. <laughs> 
Well, we'll start All right, buddy. bad in we'll a thousand. Just we're we're Albert Pujols. Just you know, grounded the double and, plays. And I'm that's the first time I've done that promo. I wanted to do a shorter one. So Griff, uh, uh, might as well just not do that again. So sometimes if it's not on the cue card, some people succeed. Some people realize they need a cue card. Uh, you know, that's how it goes. I see the cue card. There. Okay, okay. So on. March 30th, we put out an episode of our futures. That was overall standings and World Series winners and also individual players. Griff, what do you want to do first? You want to you want to go over our divisions that we had in the beginning of the year or do you want to do players? I think players might be a little quicker. Well, I think we should you. do the I think we should do the divisions because that'll be the meat of this podcast. Do do the teams because that's where most people are interested. I think the players markets are much smaller. So I think we'll go teams okay. and then all those sort of things. We'll do players towards the end. And those are probably the funnier ones. So you want to stick around for those uh listeners. God, this kid's on a roll today with the teasers. I love it. All right, let's go. Uh you want to go off start off with your American League first? See what your <laughs> American League <laughs> picks were. <laughs> Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, I picked the Chicago White Sox managed by Tony La Russa, who I've probably uh, waxed poetic on my dislike and disinterest in him and my, um, frankly, how I don't believe how he still has a job. Um, but yeah, I picked them and win the AL uh, based on having a very easy division. Um, well, newsflash, it has not been that easy. They're currently three games back of the vaunted Minnesota Twins. Who uh, whose pitchers can't hit water if they fell out of a boat. Um, and so, you know, that is a big surprise to me. Um, but, you know, I think a lot of people expected the White Sox to be pretty good this year. They have not done that at all. Their World Series odds changed from 12 to 1, uh, which hadn't moved before the season started, up to 40 to 1. Uh, pretty big increase. And that's been pretty disappointing. Um, but... You know, that's what happens when you try to back a team with a geriatric manager who has no idea what he's doing <laughs> and uh, a yeah. team full of players who get hurt all the time. Wait, so you had them as your AL winners? That I did. Thank you for your oh. surprise. Thank you for uh, thank you for uh, adding the exclamation point or the fuel. I'm, I'm, to that first fire. of all, I just I'm no, I, I'm I'm sympathizing. I'm saying I, I feel very bad because that's not fair because this team could have actually be, maybe been a competing team like we all thought i had them winning the, the central and right now they are at 500 three games back of the central of the set the first place twins is it a possibility grip that they could win the division i think so with how uh, this division shaped up I, it, the twins have had a lead a larger lead than this before I, I totally the, believe that the, the White Sox could definitely win the division. Would I, I mean, they're going to have to leapfrog two teams, which neither are very good. I don't think either. Um, but I can't say that I feel the same way about the White Sox that I did entering the season. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. My overall American League winner advancing to the World Series was the Toronto Blue Jays. I, as everybody knows, I'm a Yankee fan, and but we have to be realistic and not be super biased. I really thought, and I'm serious because I mean, everyone right, could have thought right, like, okay, right, Yankee, right. You, you know, you, should, you would have picked the Yankees. I really thought with how the Blue Jays ended last year and how they built their team up with adding, you know, 
Kevin Gosman, and they added Jose Barrios. I thought the pitching with Alec Manoa in his uh, first real real season as maybe the front ace of this team, the big head monster of those three, plus the lineup, I really thought this was their year to advance to the World Series. And they've had their struggles. They've had their ups and downs. They've had some a few injuries here and there with their roster. But right now, sitting at 50 and 43, Third place in the American, um, yeah, third place in the American League East, 14 and a half back from the Yankees. But also, nobody thought the Yankees would be this good. Nobody. I, I'm telling you right now, not one person thought they would have almost a 700 winning percentage at, at the uh, at the Midsummer Classic. There's not, nobody had that thought. So I had the Blue Jays going all the way, which means I had them winning the American League East with the three wild card teams being the Rays the Yankees and the White Sox, I'm sorry, and the Red Sox in order. And clearly that's just not the case. The Red Sox are uh, trying to sniff in that fifth place spot right now. When, you well, know, the, uh, the, if the season had ended at the all-star break, the Blue Jays would not be in the playoffs because the Mariners would have, because uh, they're currently one game ahead of them. Uh, thanks to, I believe, a four-game sweep in Seattle um, just about a week or so ago. And I think to speak to the the Jays, who I like them, and I, I circled them when I first looked at lines in November of 2021. Those lines first came out. Uh, they were 16 to one when the World Series that got cut in half to eight to one. They had the best or shortest odds um, to win in the AL. Um, they've cl- now climbed to 25 to one currently on Bet Online. Uh, yeah. Pretty big increase, but you know, it's um, it's one of those things where they have a lot of talent. I feel like they're still pretty young and they don't really work counts enough. I think their, their starting rotation has not been as strong as we expected. It's been good. Uh, and then getting the ball to Jordan Romano at the end has been a big, big problem for him. So I expect that the Jays will add uh, relievers to their bullpen. Um, and I feel like getting some of their current players uh, to perform better would be a good idea as well. Also, the manager change was very interesting. I, I did forget you- mention that. Yeah, you yeah, perfect mention that. Yeah, that was huge. And I think the biggest thing here, Griff, is the production from Vlad Guerrero at one point was so bad. He has picked it up, but I think there was a stretch in, I think it was May, where he was just so bad. He could not hit. The production was low, which meant the offense overall, which surrounds him and Bo Pichette. Bo Pichette was also slow to start the season, too. So, uh, you know, it sucks because they're they're a freaking good team. And injuries happen, but you got to bounce back from that. And definitely the manager change, which I thought was honestly a shocking thing until I, I read and heard some things that they were dying to have now. Who, who's they? The, the staff or management, I'm guessing? It was players were, ah. were, were happy that he was gone because he's almost like a, a too much of a player's coach. They wanted somebody with a little more intensity, a little more fire under his ass. You know, what – I'd say like you know, Aaron Boone's like that. Gets really angry. He's very intense. Other managers too, they're like that too. But that's just the first one that came to my mind. Well, but I I feel bad that Charlie Montoya was the first to go. Uh, not the first, but was a man to go. And Tony La Russa is still employed. Just we're the Reinsdorfs. He just loves Tony for some. I mean, he probably reason. doesn't want to pay the buyout. He's probably cheap as you know what. Yeah. Um. And then my American League West. So I, I said my division winner for the Central was the White Sox. And then my West was the Seattle Mariners. And it 
if we did this, if the season ended like three, like two months ago, I mean, I'd be extremely disappointed. But now they have been playing unbelievable baseball. Now they're sitting at nine games back of the American League uh, West. Still very hard. Still a lot back. But they've ended the, the first half of the season on a 14-game winning streak. And the, the Houston Astros, I don't think, are going to go anywhere. It's just a matter of the Seattle. How long can they keep the stretch going? And I had them win into division. Uh, like you said before, we were talking wild cards just a second ago. It, right now, they're sitting at the, a, a wild card spot right now. So w- what was your pick for the American League West? It's amazing that you forget this because we both picked the Mariners. Um, and they certainly are not looking like they're going to fight the Astros. But what a fight to win 14 straight to get where they are. And it hasn't been against the uh, Sisters of the Blind, to say the least. They're still going to play the Athletics quite a bit. Um, bullpen has been awesome. And uh, that's a really important thing, especially as we get later and later in the year. So uh, I'm still bullish on the Seattle Mariners. I was last year a fair amount. I feel like I bet Logan Gilbert every time he pitches, and that's gone fairly well for me so far. But uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what this team can do. They they need to they need to hit better, but I don't know where that's going to come from. Yeah, uh, Jesse Winker has had a poor season, which and, and Suarez too. I mean, those two guys they got over in a trade, which uh, I don't know about you, but like that was one of the, the definitive factors of me picking them to win the division. You add both those guys. Winker had a, a, a ridiculous career year last year with the Reds. I think and, for me, it was seeing the Astros getting worse, um, losing Correa as a big, important part of their season, which are of their team. But I mean, Pena has been great. Jeremy Pena has been great. So uh, that hasn't seemed to, to miss a beat too much there. Yeah. The pitching has been better. Um, they hit the ball very well. And as I've been pretty loud about in this podcast, I think they're the best team in the AL. So um, I'm still very interested in, in both of those teams in that West. Um, unfortunately, I feel like the, the Rangers, the Angels, who I love to bet against, and the Athletics are going to be uh, teams that they can get get fat on. So uh, there's probably a lot of wins for those top two teams in the, in the NL West, and that's going to be a serious problem uh, to the other teams, the NL East, or excuse me, the AL East, that we're trying to get four teams in at one point. Um, looking maybe like three or probably two potentially, uh, cause that's going to be a dog fight in that whole division or with that whole division at 500 or better. I think with the second half coming, it's those teams that are sitting at a third place spot is what's going to be really intriguing for me. Those third place spots, like the white Sox sitting in third place in that division in the American league central, uh, looking at where Toronto is sitting at third place. I know they're 14 and a half back. Maybe the division is not going to be something that they're going to be looking forward to looking for because 14 and a half back to win a division at the all-star break. It's tough. I mean, we've remember back in the day, I think it was 07 where the Mets had that giant collapse and the Phillies won the division. I think that was either 07 or, or it was a big oh, collapse in September, especially if September. I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. The, I think remember in 08, I think I'm trying to remember what year it was. It was around there, but it's happened, but it's not, it hasn't happened a lot throughout major league baseball history. Uh, and I think the Seattle Mariners can make a push. You need an epic collapse in, in with the Astros. You, you, the Astros pitching, it's one guy goes down, another guy comes up, and he's picking up the slack. So the pitching for the Astros has been very impressive this year with Verlander, uh, you know, Framer, and then um, and then Javier as well, who, who they've all picked up 
you know, I mean, we saw Javier this, last last year in the bullpen pitch really well. Did you see him becoming a great pitcher this I year? Mean, as a starter? He's, he's always had it. I think he might uh, go back to the bullpen. It's going to be my guess. Is that, that they'll, they'll be my my hot off the stove take or prediction or whatever. I think that Christian Javier will be a bullpen pitcher sooner rather than later, or especially for the stretch run into the playoffs. Uh, but looking at the division races right now and based on their odds, I mean, the Astros were minus 5,000 favorite monstrous the Yankees minus 10,000. So double that um, big, big leads for those teams. So I think the the real the only real division race that's out there uh, in the AL barring some huge collapses you just mentioned is going to be that, that AL central. And uh, if I can take our, our conversation there, I mean, seeing the twins currently in the lead two games ahead of, of Cleveland, Twins at plus 110 to win the division. 100 bucks wins you 110. Uh, the White Sox then at plus 125, despite being in third place, one game behind the Guardians, who are at almost four to one to win. Um, you know, pretty good start to the year for the Guardians and especially the Twins in the lead at the halfway pole of the season. Uh, not sure that either of us saw those things happening. I think the, the biggest question to me is, can the Guardians score? And I don't know that they can. Can the twins get outs from the bullpen? I really don't think they can. So they're going to have to make some moves. And the longer they stay in the race, I feel like your, your former employer, the twins are are more and more likely to to start going for it. Uh, And that's a big deal, especially around the, uh, I guess the trade deadline is where that you can, you can always strengthen bullpens or re completely retool a bullpen. um, And it doesn't really cost a lot. So that's, that's, I think a, a brilliant, perfect scenario for the twins um, where I feel like they might get stronger. I just feel like the White Sox have a lot of problems um, and they have a lot of fanfare and respect. And I, I don't think, like, I'm not sure my my high schooler uh, from Bishop Hendrick and Rocco Baldelli is an awesome manager, but I feel like he's at least more in tune with the game today than Tony LaRusso. So uh, I'm pretty interested in the Twins holding on to that lead because uh, I do think they'll add some bullpen help. Yeah, I think that's going to be the most intriguing division in the American League. Uh, you know, Seattle could make some sort of a run, but I don't know how the, uh, the Astros could just continue to win. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you think the Guardians at plus 390 right now could take atop the, the American League Central and win this division? My answer is I don't think so, but they're going to, they're, I, I've said it a few times on the show, Griff, that the Guardians are that team that weirdly gets things done and it just might not be pretty. You know, they don't have an incredible lineup like the White Sox on paper, right? The White Sox on paper have a very nice lineup, but the players haven't been putting up, putting, you know, things together. Like Grandal's had weird year. And, uh, you know, Robert's been, we'll talk about him in a few minutes. Uh, he's had an up and down year with injury and Jose Bray, like all these guys that really haven't been gelling in. But I think the problem with the White Sox is the pitcher. And, and when you, you don't have inconsistencies with injury, Lance Lynn, uh, coming off the IL, hasn't done much. Uh, Kopech, he's been terrible. He's, he's, he's been so flat bad. Out, he's, flat out, Lance Lynn has been awful, and if they don't get good pitching from him, it just it's, shows how um, how feeble and how thin, flimsy, how easy it is to, to bloat over that house of cards that is the Chicago White Sox. Yeah, and they have – I mean, like, realistically, when you look at that rotation on paper – on March 30th. Is that the best pitch rotation in the game? With 
Dylan Cease, Giolito, Lance Lynn, Kopech, and then throw in the fifth, Vince Velasquez. But like, do you, do you think that that rotation is arguably the best in the league? I think so. When and when they're all on their game, it's very hard to hit off those guys. I think Dylan Cease is clearly the number one, and he should have been an All Star, which is insane, but he wasn't. Insane. 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 Uh, and I think that's the reason why this this White Sox team isn't in first place. I mean, when you look at the names and, and you're forgetting current uh, number three in the rotation, Johnny Cueto, but oh, right. um, I, forgetting that guy. I, I think Dylan Cease is an awesome arm, but hasn't really done it for a full season yet in, in, in his career. I don't think Louis Giolito always had the hugest pedigree and prospect hype. Never to me lived up for to it in Washington, especially has been pretty good. I think with the White Sox, but um, there's still ways to go there. Lance Lynn's coming off an injury and it's hard to predict, especially as he's 35 and uh, 0.3 years old. Apparently Russ resource gets very, very technical 0.2 actually. And then Michael Kopech, who just has always been a big arm, big prospect. I don't think he's ever really delivered it. Still has three options left. So he's still very, very young. Um, I like what I've seen from him. He's had some great performances, but I worry about him staying healthy and, and just ultimately I feel like this is a white Sox show so far, but They've got a lot of really good talent on their team. It just hasn't really come through. And I feel like their lineup is, is so right-handed dominant, dominant that they have to play Gavin Sheets out of position in right field. He yeah. literally can't do anything. Um, he made like a diving catch on Sunday, and I feel like he should have just walked out the field because that was the peak. Um, but, <laughs> I, you know, I, I it, going back to your Guardians plus 390 number, I mean, they're, they're in this race, I think. They win a ton of games at the end. That inspires confidence. They know they've been there before. Uh, and that means something in this sport, it seems. Their bullpen's good, and, and bullpens win games, I, I think, in this sport now. Um, so we'll see what the Twins do at the deadline, if, or even before then, if they can get some players in. Depends if they want to go for it. If they get off to a good start, that probably makes them more likely to be buyers. Um, but if the Twins come out of the All-Star break and lose, I mean, they lost th- they lost seven of their last ten going into the break, not exactly yeah. finishing on a strong note. Um, but I, I'm curious. I think this is going to be a fun division to watch. I don't think these teams are going to really be in the race for a title. Um, but also if you get in the playoffs, it really doesn't matter um, what game, game you are. Right. And, and I think with that said, I, I think the, the wild card is going to be really interesting as well uh, because there's everyone fighting for it in the, uh, in the AL East, even the, even the Orioles who have, no one expected. Um, they might've even covered their regular season win total already at 46 and 46. I'm sure they haven't, but they're definitely on, on pace to do so. Uh, and you got to always think about the Mariners and then who knows, maybe one of these teams in the central gets hot. Maybe it comes a two team race. And one of them is fighting for the wild card as well. You know, what's scary Griff is seeing the white Sox home record in the first half. They're 19 and 25. The Royals have 19 wins at home as well. That's really not good. Home field play is important in the regular season. And if you can't win at home, like you probably don't deserve to be in the playoffs. Exactly what I was trying to say. I, I was trying to think of the, the most poetic thing to say, but you went right to the point. Um, so with that being said, those are our, our American League uh, recaps. Do you want to just do a quick prediction ourselves to see what our second half winners could be? Like, do you think your, your uh, White Sox pick will stay? Do you think your twins might make the division uh, let's go let's go this way so i think the divisions are pretty much set besides the central so who who's winning the central who are you calling 
Okay. Um, I think the Twins are gonna are gonna keep it whole. I think they're gonna keep it. I think they're gonna add maybe a bullpen arm at the deadline. They need to do I, something. I I don't see any any problems with that. I do think the Guardians are are in this race as well, despite the odds saying they're way off. So maybe value pick, maybe to go look towards the Guardians. But I think if I had to pick someone right now, gun to my head, uh, I would probably pick the twins because they're uh, they're ahead right now. And I don't really necessarily trust either of the teams behind them to overtake them, but I think they definitely need to make some moves in the bullpen because Emilio Pagan just can't pitch at this level at this point. Yeah. And for our wild card picks, Griff, who do you got? <sighs> thanks, Tough. For letting, thanks for letting me go first. Uh, I do think that the Mariners will get one of the spots. I, I think there's going to be too much cannibalism within the AL East. <laughs> Um, ah, man, I'm going to go like Tampa. I, I picked Tampa to win the AL East. Um, don't think I said that yet on this show. Um, I mean, they're not going to do that, but I still think, I mean, I feel pretty justified that they have one of their most inferior rosters of recent years and they're still in second. I mean, it's a close race right now. I think Tampa is far from the most talented team, but I, I almost feel like I trust them a little more than I do either of the bullpens in Toronto and Boston. The thing is, though, is that the most likely teams to acquire bullpen arms and bullpen help is probably the Blue Jays because they feel like they're closest uh, to winning this thing. The Red Sox, I mean, John Henry put his all, all his money and Darwin Nunez going to uh, Liverpool. But still, um, there's some possibility that there's trades there. I feel like the Rays are kind of ripe for the picking and they might even drop out and it might be the blue jays and the red sox blue jays so you have blue jays and red sox as your wild card plus Mar- plus the mariners plus plus the mariners got it so just want to write that down blue jays I'm, we're writing these down this time so we're can't wait to revisit this end of season it's gonna be great okay so you have to mark it down mariners Blue Jays, Red Sox. Got it. For my three, I I think the Seattle Mariners will keep this going. And I think they'll get that number one wild card spot. I think they can Ooh, really keep it going. Okay. Um, watching the the Rays this year, you've watched them a lot more than I have, I think. I watch uh, them a lot. I, I unfortunately, do lot. yeah, the yeah. pitching is going to be important. And I, I think Tyler Glass now is coming at some point this year, I want to uh, say. You Am might be right. I think he's projected to. Uh, I don't think they're going to get a lot from him. Shane Boss just is out for the year as well. Um, they're losing a lot. So, I mean, Glass now is very important for them. Very important. Yeah. So, now, if if the Rays are smart, which they are, with, with their pitching. They are. They are. Uh, maybe Glass now will become a reliever and get those innings in the pen and really help out that bullpen, which we know from years past, that raised bullpen was always very, very good. The last couple of years, it's been pretty damn good. Uh, the offense needs some help. And that's why I'm not I'm not uh, confident in picking them as a wild card pick. I think the Blue Jays will make the postseason as a wild card team. They're just too good offensively to not make the postseason and, and make a run. I, I think if you have... Everybody playing at these at the same time. Springer, who's made the all-star team, Bo heats up. Vlad starts playing amazing in the second half. And you add some spots. And let's not forget, Alejandro Kirk has had a really good first half making the all-star game. 
I really think they have a shot. I think the bullpen needs some help. And maybe if they can go and get a, a rotation guy, maybe like a nice solid three, four starter to help out that middle of rotation with certain guys that kind of have slow starts this year. Cause Manoa can't do all by himself, as you know. And then I would say my third and final team to make this postseason run it's between two teams right now. I, I think it's between the Red Sox and the Guardians. Oh, wow. Just completely tossing the Rays out with the bathwater. I can't, I can't. The, the Rays, the Rays offense is atrocious. It's so freaking bad. I just, you, you can't compete in the month. That's right. That's right. You threw them out. You threw them out. So it's Red Sox or Guardians. Are you going pitching or hitting? Red Sox have zero pitching, but their offense is unbelievable. And I think the Guardians might make a push. I think they might. I might. I think Cleveland might maybe makes a push right now. They're two and a half out of a wild card, and they're a game and a half, a half a game behind the Red Sox as of right now. I th- I'm going to go a little different. I don't want to go straight chalk with you. <laughs> wow. No, but no, you, you, no, that's not what I meant. You, I'm saying like it's straight, right. like the same. Hey, you, dude, you I'm pick not, the Red I'm Sox. I'm going to pick Guardians. I'll pick. We've done the, we've done 37 shows together. If that's the worst you're going to say to me, I could take it, man. Come on, don't worry about it. So, I, so I tell us hope, who you got. Who you got? Who, I got who Seattle going? one, Toronto two, and the Guardians just sneak in there barely and surprise a lot of people. They need Shane Bieber though to beat Shane Bieber. I think they need him to be elite in the, in the second half too. Um, now, now we get to pick who's going to win the pennant. I know, I know. Um, it's the Yankees, right? Duh. Uh, what am I, stupid? No. I had the Blue Jays like an idiot. I picked up the Blue Jays to win it first half, in the beginning of the year. We're going with the Bronx Bombers. They are, I don't want to hear this stupid Astro shit. I don't want to hear it. I know the Astros are the scariest team against the Yankees. As a Yankee fan, I'm so nervous to play them in the postseason, which that's what it's going to be like. The Yankees need to get another bat, and I would say another uh, bullpen arm. I mean, at this rate, maybe a starter because everyone seems like they've been pitching like shit lately. Shout out Montgomery. Shout out Tyone. Shout out Severino. So there you go. Yankees win the pennant. Uh, to no one's surprise, I'm going to take the Astros. They're currently <laughs> plus 240. <laughs> um, I just am not a believer in the New York Yankees. I feel like as many comebacks as they need to beat the uh, lofty such lofty teams the Cincinnati Reds and uh I think we'll see I mean we got a big series coming up right out of the all-star break with the uh Yanks going to, to, to Houston so I'm looking forward to that that'll be some must-watch TV uh coming up in just a couple days um I just think the Astros are, are stronger uh I think there's I mean what worries me is I feel like the Yankees are going to add a lot uh at the deadline I don't know what the Astros are going to do but I think the Astros are a better team, and based on current rosters, that's who I'd take to win the, the AL pennant. I am I'm not surprised that I'm surprised because you've been on the Astros side all season long. So I do give you credit for that. To the National League now, Griff, we oh have a lot to talk about. So <laughs> uh, I, I mean, this one isn't as bad, I feel like. It's not so as bad. You're right. It's not I took as my medicine bad. at first. Yeah. Ugh, we both did. I mean, Jesus Christ, those White Sox really screwed us all pretty bad. Uh, my National League East, the division winner is the New York Mets, and I'm going to stick with that for the second half. I know the Braves are 
they're two and a half out. I understand, but I think the New York Mets are going to make a nice acquisition that could be uh, by the name of Juan Soto at the deadline. We don't. They know. are favored, according to Bet Online, to get Juan Soto above the New York Yankees. And I could, I, I, like, I would say two days ago, I thought neither of these teams were going to get him. And then as I kind of looked, put a little research into it and had a realization that the Yankees just can't do it. They just can't. You can't have Judge and Soto on the same team and then have to pick one at the end of the year. You can't. Uh, so I think the Mets are in the best situation possible. And either if they get them or they don't, I think the Mets still win the division because they're getting DeGrom, insure, you know, DeGrom back as well, which is very important. Yeah, we'll see if he returns for more than a few weeks. But, um, yes, I, God. I think the Mets, the Mets have been pretty good. They've been hanging on for dear life, but – um, I think I agree with the Mets hanging on in the NL East. I just, I think the Braves are good. I, I feel like their starting rotation is not done enough. Maybe that's something that can change, but also the huge run they went on to, to the world series last year, as improbable as they can be almost, but, um, they hit the ball really hard, but I feel like the, the length of that Mets lineup is, is really talented. And that's a really hard line to pitch against. Whereas the, the Braves kind of have some holes. I mean, as they get Rosario back into the fold a little bit more, um, that lineup's going to be scary. I- I'm looking forward to it. That's going to be a great race. Yeah, I'm excited. And maybe, uh, uh, would you agree with this? I think if the Braves, the Braves, I think, win the division if Matt Olson heats up. Like, Matt Olson hasn't been the Matt Olson that we we know who he can be. I remember I had him as a pick for most home runs. We both did. God, you don't remember anything. Sheesh. I guess I don't. I yeah, do have a good but- memory, but I guess not with certain things. Yeah, we, we both picked him. I think we love the the ballpark change. I don't think he's been that bad. Not as many home runs, but he's I, I want to say was leading the league in doubles at one point. Yeah, but I, I I'm just looking at the home run side of it. I that and that that's his thing. That's I mean, what I was just worried about because having I, I don't I'm gonna I'll, I'll ramble around here, but no, no, it's okay. Chicks dig the long ball. I get it. They do. I like doubles too. Don't don't get me wrong. Uh, I'm just so I'm used to so many home runs from Aaron Judge. You know, I get a little. Oh yeah, tough, tough so so many home runs. Yeah, it's gonna uh, be really sad when he when he signs free agent to go to Baltimore. Don't you dare say that. <laughs> and then he and then he hits 15 because that left field porch is 400 feet. Right, right. Um, all right, so New York Mets is a, is an agreed upon thing here. We have both of the New York Mets. Uh, did you yeah. have the New York Mets as a division winners in? Uh, I'm trying to read. I didn't. I didn't love it, but I I was with you on the Mets preseason. Uh, I was thinking about the Braves. I didn't really believe in the Phillies, but um, I I think I was I was with you on the Mets. Part of me wants to say that the I think it's going to be a good race. I, I certainly wouldn't be shocked if the Braves take it. Now I know you have your your spreadsheet open. I I, I don't. It's, I think it's on my part. I, I should have asked you beforehand, but. Um, I would love to know when DeGrom went on the IL and then Scherzer went on the IL when they were both on the IL at the same time. I wonder where the odds changed. Were the Braves the favorites right after that? Like, I, and I, uh, but, you, but you don't know when he hit the IL right off the bat. Yeah, I know that, that that just my head, my brain working right now, mid pod. This is what I happens, wish, guys. I wish, I wish there was a little more um, transparency with futures odds because they, they're hard to find. They go down a lot of times when games start, which is brutal. But all I all I logged was the last day of the 2021 season, like whenever we did our pod uh, right before the season started and then today's. So um, I've never seen the Braves as a favorite. It seemed like the Braves and the Mets uh, last day of last season were equal. 
Uh, the Mets moved to a pretty big favorite based on, I think, adding Scherzer and what they did in the offseason. And I've kind of been maintaining since then. Um, but, you know, it's it's definitely a great race. I, I'm really pumped for it. I'm very pumped, too. And I, I think it's going to be a, a two-team race. But we can talk about wild cards in a second because yep. maybe the Phillies might have a shot. Who knows? Uh, NL Central. NL Central, I had the Milwaukee Brewers who are now up a half a game in first place. And then the St. Louis Cardinals are just sniffing right behind them. And then you had the Pittsburgh Pirates at 11. So it's a two-team race as well. So, uh, and you pick what? What did you, did you pick the Cardinals or the Brewers? No, I also had the Brewers. Um, It should have been, I mean, they were pretty big favorites coming into the year. Minus 180, only gotten five cents more expensive halfway through the year, which is a little bit surprising because it's so close. And the Cardinals have been, about as equal of an adversary so far this season. The cards are down to plus 115 to win the division, which is pretty – I mean, basically their odds got cut in half. So that's that says a lot. Um, I think I like the Cardinals just fine. I'm not sure the Brewers deserve this type of number. Their bullpen has been really good. Just besides when Josh Hader will give up like as many runs <laughs> as he did against the Giants before the, Jesus the end of the, the first half. Um, guess he had a week to forget that, hopefully. But – um, the rest of the division is absolute trash. So that's really good for either of these teams trying to get into the, or sneak into a wild card spot. Yeah. That was a rough week for Josh Hader and that walk off grand slam against Yaz. That's, that's not what you want to end a, a first half, but no, no, but we'll talk about those two teams in a second. Um, and then of course the, uh, National League West, we both picked the LA Dodgers. I want to say, uh, I want to make yep. sure that's correct. Right uh, now they're yep. sitting up atop at, uh, their odds is minus five thousand. Indeed, uh, I'd say five they're pretty grand. safe. You could put you could put five grand for that piggy bank of yours uh, to win a hundred. Yeah, maybe I should do that. I don't know. I'm just kidding. That's a bad. That's a bad, bad thing even to say. I'm just joking. I'm right okay. now, they are ten games up against the San Diego Padres, sitting at the second place spot, and San Francisco is twelve and a half out. Does that ten game lead, Griff, scare you at all? At all? 10 games is a lot, but the Padres are going to be adding Tatis at some point. We don't know where you might be playing. Will it be shortstop? Will it be the outfield? I don't think it matters, but they're going to be making some sort of acquisition in the next few weeks. If that's another bullpen arm, if it's going to be a bat, I think it should be a bat uh, 10 times out of 10 because their offense isn't the best right now. But oh, that's very polite of you to say. I was going to say it's trash. I know I'm trying to be polite on this podcast and then you come in with the real truth, but uh, Griff, I'm realistically, I know 10 games is 10 games. The Dodgers are elite, but do the Padres gain ground at all against the Dodgers in the second half? I think this is more likely 20 than ending even. All right. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So uh, Dodgers again, right? We're both picking the Dodgers again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're doing the same exact picks. We are we are very confident in our picks from the first half. Which, <laughs> uh, which Stick, sticking with it, baby. I mean, why not, right? And then our wild card picks for me were Braves, Cardinals, and Giants. I'm not very confident in the Giants anymore because they forgot how to swing a bat. What were your wild card picks at the beginning of this season? Uh, they were the Padres, the Braves, and the Giants. Uh, I am very, very uh, not confident 
and as well as that sounds uh, with both of those teams from the NL West. I think the NL West is pretty bad, um, especially compared to my expectations coming into the year. Uh, I think San Francisco has looked nothing like they did last year, which is surprising because they were so awesome. Um, but they've really kind of come back to maybe it's a, a regression to the mean because they were not, they grossly overperformed what was expected of them last season. Um, I don't really like either of those teams. I think the offenses are bad. I do like the San Diego bullpen uh, a fair amount. San Francisco, I mean, they they even uh, just released Jake McGee, who was going to be in the, the race for saves coming into the year. Duvall has not been good enough. Um, I think the, the Padres have, they've certainly struggled in the back end with Rodgers, who's not been as, as effective as he was beginning of the year. But um, San Diego getting Tatis, maybe that helps a trash lineup become a recyclable lineup. But I just feel like it's one of those where, uh, Manny Machado can't do it alone. And unfortunately with Tatis, like even when he comes back mid-year, hopefully, which I guess we're past that anyway, because we're definitely past the 81st game as they've played 94 already. Um, I just don't know what type of impact he's going to put out there. And who knows if he's going to ride a dirt bike in the middle of the second half of the season and be out for the rest of the year. He needs to be driving just on four wheels. Uh, how about taking Uber? I mean, he has enough money to have a chauffeur in, the, in a Mercedes Maybach, and that's just about it. So uh, easy, easy money there. But okay, so Griff, we just broke down our picks from last first half. So give me your first second half wild card picks as of right now. If you want me to, I can read right now the wild card spots right now: Atlanta, Padres, and then the Philadelphia Phillies. And no, the St. No, Louis no. Cardinals. Okay. Am I wrong? Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I was, yeah. St. Louis Cardinals and the Phillies are tied for that third spot. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say the Braves still make it. Okay. Uh, I believe the Cardinals will make it. Oh, man. That third one with the Phillies, the Padres, and the Giants. First, well, do you agree with my first two? Buy me a little time while I think about this. Yeah, I agree. I don't know about the St. Louis one at the second spot. I don't. I don't know. But I'm, I do agree. I'm with those pretty two teams. confident. I'm pretty confident St. Louis, especially because they're going to play a bunch of games against the dregs of the league, aka the NL Central, and they're going to get a lot of easy wins against. I mean, Pirates have been playing better, but the Cubs and the Reds, I don't think they're going to be even close. Um, and I think that's a big deal because I think the NL West is a little bit stronger. It's not, yeah. they don't have a lot of good teams, but I feel like the bad teams there are a lot stronger than the other places. I mean, who knows what the nationals are even going for. Um, I feel like Miami's going to be pesky in the NL East though. I got to say, I feel like they kind of see themselves not being too far out. I mean, it doesn't look great for them right now. Phillies, you know, they got all that Damn, power dude, in that just, lineup. They, they but, just but when are, suck, dude. Oh, my when are God. We expecting, when are we expecting Bryce Harper to be back? Because I think he's the sooner he's back, the better. I'm sure he'll probably rush back, which is probably yeah. not great. But right. I there was some talk about him not even returning this year, which, I mean, if he doesn't, I feel like the the Phillies aren't going to make it. Um, when he was know, hurt, I, it was six to eight weeks in his return. I'm almost positive. I just feel like all the a lot of times those timetables are very optimistic in what I've seen, and and who knows what he, he's even going to be? Because like right. I remember Daniel Murphy a few years ago when he was actually really good and not just uh, extremely bigoted, and he was he got hurt a similar thumb injury I think, and then um, he never was really the same ever in his career. I'm not right. saying that the same thing to be the Bryce Harper problem, but 
Uh, I just don't know what they're they're gonna get from him. So with that soliloquy under underway, I think I'll stay with. Oh my god, I, I don't like this, but I'll stay with the Padres as the the last team of the wild card. I, I feel like St. Louis and Atlanta are gonna safely get in there, and the, it's gonna be a, a war for between San Diego, San Francisco, and I guess Philly. Um, but I'll go Padres. Hopefully, Fernando Tatis comes back and uh, has a great, great year because I've been waiting on him in a keeper league and it's been killing me. Uh, first of all, that Daniel Murphy uh, little uh, monologue there, soliloquy, whatever you want to call it, very funny. Thank you. Very, very funny. Very true. Um, Lion Squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. Once in a while. I have no faith in the Philadelphia Phillies. Zero. I have zero faith in the Phillies. Harper being out is is very questionable. Are we going to get another awesome performance from Kyle Schwarber in the second half? Is Nick Castellanos going to show up? Because all he can do is hit against lefties, and he just really hasn't been playing well at all. Uh, Didi Gregorius stinks. Uh, the pitching is what they're built on in the rotation with, with Nola and Zach Wheeler. But the rest of the bullpen is god-awful too. So I do not have any faith in the Phillies. The fact that they are trying to compete right now good on them they fired girardi i guess that was a spark plug but harper is the key to this team and not having him is important i'm gonna go with the Padres as well i really think that the the san francisco giants aren't gonna get it done they look last year was incredible how amazing they were last year insane how how great they were it's just not the same team Uh, guys aren't performing well the rotation isn't consistent the addition from Carlos Rodon was huge, but you can't just have it all be him. I mean, Dees Lucafani was supposed to be good this year. Uh, your boy, Alex Cobb, was supposed to be something. He hasn't. So, you know, and losing Kevin Gosman hurt. So what are they supposed to do? And they can't score many runs. You can't have Yaz hitting walk-off grand slams every game. So I'm going to go with the same thing. I'm going to the same exact thing as you. I like the, the Braves at the one spot. St. Louis can be a little shaky. I just, I hopefully they're uh, some of those guys can, can I need Tyler O'Neill to wake up. Like I need that guy to be back. The second half he had last year was incredible. Maybe that comes back again. Um, but the Padres are to sneak in there. The rotation's nice, but like you said, Tatis needs to be the Tatis that we know. And I think he can be. It's just a matter of where he's going to be playing the field. Cause the guy loves to make an error. Loves to make errors. So that's our predictions. First and second half. Breakdowns of the first. We tell you what we did wrong. Hold on. Hold on. We're not done yet. We've oh, only given so you the sorry. playoff teams. We you're right. Getting I'm, I'm getting a little too excited here. I was going to say, before you close this off a little too early, a little premature over there, Taylor. Sorry about um, that. Uh, I think, I got to say, I feel like this St. Louis-Milwaukee race is going to be good. I wouldn't be shocked if St. Louis does take the Central. I'm going to stick mm-hmm. with our, our preseason pick of the Brewers, but I, I'm not convinced. I think the Mets and Atlanta is going to be tight. I don't think that the Dodgers are really going to be challenged, and that's a big deal uh, as I'm going to stick with them to win the pennant. But I think currently, I mean, they've moved, and they're still the, the most likely of NL teams to get there. But – I think the the Mets and the Braves have a really good shot. I just I, this Dodger team doesn't seem as strong as I think we both thought they would be coming into the year. I mean, can't argue with their record, sixty and thirty, winning two out of three games is awesome. I mean, would be out of this world until the Yankees had that first half they did. Um, but I just feel like Walker Bueller's injury is a big deal. 
Um, the Dodgers, I feel like the lineup is really tough to beat and that's made it really hard for me to want to bet against them this year. Uh, but I just, I don't know really what to think about them in terms of they've really only won world, one world series by having the best team in the league every year, it seems. And that was during a COVID season. So I'm not sure that I'm all aboard the Dodger train, but if I got to pick one, I'm sticking with what we did recently. Ah, okay. I might be making a diff a change here. Oh, okay. Who? And Next. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why, and I want you to give me your opinion on it because I might it might be crazy. Okay. The New York Mets are sitting right now at plus three fifty, right in second place, right behind the Dodgers. They have two less wins than the Dodgers. That's really impressive, and the and the teams are totally different. I think the Dodgers lineup is obviously better. Obviously better. The pitching is what's going to be important for the New York Mets in the second half. The bullpen has been decently well. Diaz is unfucking believable this year. But Jacob DeGrom is the difference maker for this team going into the second half. How is Buck Walter and that staff going to manage him going into the second half? They're probably going to nurse him, unfortunately. They're going to really take it nice and slow. He pitched well in the minor leagues, which honestly, I mean, it doesn't really matter, I guess, because he's carving up those those minor league guys. But I, I think when adding a piece, which they're going to, if it's Soto or if it's some other big bat, I really think the New York Mets can win the pennant and go to the World Series. You mentioned Walker Bueller not being Walker Bueller. That's huge for a rotation. And also, Clayton Kershaw has had a great first half. He's had some injuries, the back problems in the past. He's up in age. What are they going to do with him? Are they going to you know, limit his innings in the second half to keep him afloat in the month of September and going into October. Those are a lot. There's a lot of question marks there. Cody Ballinger stinks. He's an automatic out in that lineup. Freddie Freeman has had a good first half, but not the MVP type player. Um, and there's a lot more question marks. Turner is not, you know, all ag- Justin Turner, excuse me, not Trey. Trey is great. Uh, I really think the New York Mets can uh, do some damage in a division where it's only a two-team race, in my opinion. The Phillies don't exist in that division. The New York Mets, in my opinion, will be winning the National League pennant and going to the World Series to face the New York Yankees in a Subway Series matchup. And uh, who's going to win that one, big boy? Who the fuck do you think is going to take on the crown, baby? Come on, baby! The New uh, York sorry, Yankees kids. Take on the crown. Sorry, kids. Sorry, kids. This is a gambling oh. podcast. You probably shouldn't be listening anyway, but still. Yes, it's going to be the it's going to be the New York Yankees. They're they're taking home the whole thing, but the pennant is going to be. Uh, you say Dodgers, I'm taking Mets. Yeah, um, I'm going to say the Dodgers prevail against the Houston Astros and shut me up finally. But I think there's going to be. I think the AL's a real crapshoot between the Astros and the Yankees. I think there's probably less of that uh, for the the NL. I think the Dodgers are, are clear. Uh, best team, but ultimately, I don't. I don't think they're infallible. I think they could lose as well. Um, I'm interested to see what the Mets can do, but I'll, I'll pick the Dodgers. I think stay with my preseason prediction is I think they're the best team and might have the easiest path to get there because Houston and, and the Yankees seems to be a, a, a complete toss up to me. If the Yankees make the World Series and between our picks, the Mets and Dodgers. Who are those two teams could beat the Yankees? Could they both beat the Yankees? Could it be just a clear Dodger win? 
Like, or did the Yankees beat both those teams? In your I, I feel like the playoffs are such, uh, I mean, it's so hard to predict them, which is you would think would be great for betters because you could find an underdog that no one believes will win. And a lot of times they win that game and, and said series as well. Uh, I think from where I sit with the whole thing, um, I'm really, I, I think it's going to be a, a great end of the year. Uh, there's going to be a lot of toss-ups in here. I think any team is beatable, really. Uh, there's some bad teams, certainly, that are um, not, that are going to sneak in the playoffs. I would think, like, depending on how many AL Central teams get in, I don't see them going very far. Um, but ultimately, all you got to do is uh, get in, get a ticket to the dance, and you could be uh, winning the limbo contest. And just to round out for those four teams that we mentioned, the Yankees, Astros, Dodgers, and Mets, they're all the top of those four uh, odds to win. They're the fourth top four. The Yankees are at plus 300, Dodgers at plus 350, Astros at plus 550, and the New York Mets at plus 800 to win the World Series. Then it goes Braves, Mariners, Brewers. Mariners, I'm very surprised with that not that number right there. Uh, how high they are, I'm impressed. Um Thought the Cardinals might be a little higher than what they are right now, but all right. So those kids, those are our picks right there. Um, and then we can, you want to just do very quickly our American League and National League recap of, of certain awards. We have MVP Cy Young and Rookie of the Year to break down. Yeah. So we still have, um, we, we got to have one, one contest. We're going to, I'm going to mention it and we'll go best bets at the end of the show, but yeah, let, let's keep it rolling. Okay. So from your, your boy here, uh, last year did, uh, did this first half picks for me for American League. I mean, they're so first well. of all, first of all, they're all long shots, so we're not apologizing. We're doing the best we can, trying to give you some value. Um, but go into it. Go ahead. So MVP at plus twelve hundred, I had Luis Robert, the center fielder for the White Sox. I thought he could be an absolute monster this year. No one saw Judge having a first half like this, uh, and also Robert has been hurt. Uh, quite often at Garrett Cole is my Cy Young pick at plus 475. I still think Garrett Cole has a shot of winning that. There's definitely, he's behind a few guys, but I think he can definitely knock down the door. And then um, my rookie of the year was uh, Adley Rutschman at plus 500. And that clearly isn't working out well. Well, go ahead. Let, let's go uh, award by award from now on. So okay. remind me, um, your AL MVP was whom? Luis Robert Robert. I think he's been I think he's been pretty good. I don't think that's that's such a bad pick. I picked Vladdy uh at plus 575. He has not been, I mean, he had a major power outage at the beginning of the season, which was definitely a problematic for MVP. And his team not playing well, similar to similar disease for Luis Robert as well. Um, those are gonna be hard to get through. Uh, my AL Cy Young, you took Garrett Cole. He's on a great team. That's a great start. I have Verlander 25 to one, which is a pretty big long shot. I feel like I was out on a limb quite a bit because a lot of people didn't know what was going to, I guess, happen with him coming back from right. Tommy John. He's been great. It's I feel fantastic. like Houston has has not been afraid at all to extend him and have him throw a lot of innings, pitches, et cetera, et cetera. I think that 25 to one is a lot lower now. Uh, and I am very, very happy with that call. Wish I had put money, more money on it myself, but uh, he's been off to a great start. And then the last one that you mentioned, sorry, was uh, rookie of the year. Is that yes, right? Ad- Adley Rutschman. Yeah, yes. I mean, he he came up. He uh, definitely struggled that first week or 10 days, but he's been really good. Um, the, the Excuse me, the Orioles have been playing really, really well. They got over 500, which was uh, like obscene and unforeseen, I think, for this team. Um, and I feel like you don't really have to rely on your team being that great. 
um, to, to win rookie of the year awards in this league. So that's, those are all pretty cool. Um, I, I think, so my pick was Spencer Torkelson, who I had high expectations for, and he was going to be in the big leagues, uh, with the tigers on a team that really needed him. And if they were going to be good, it was likely going to all, uh, fall to him. They have been really bad. They've not hit the ball at all. I feel like if he had some help around him, that might've helped his first half. He actually recently got sent down, I think for more game time during the all-star break, but not a great sign for a rookie of the year candidate. Cause, uh, I think we both were thinking about, about who rod, uh, coming into it. And unfortunately, um, and oh my gosh, he's minus 500 rookie of the year right now. Hello. That's very nice. And uh, I said it to you before, before we started Griff, I said, I remember on our, on this podcast, we had, I think we had two separate podcasts. One was episodes. One was the, uh, divisions and then one was players, the futures. And I said, I had, Julio Rodriguez penciled in. And then last second before we started, I was like, I like Adley, switch hitting catcher with power, gap, gap hitting to come up early and do really well. Should have trusted yourself, big guy, unfortunately. You're telling me I've had a few of those this year where I said, trust my gut, bet on this team, bet on this player. And I just don't do it because I second guess myself. I am team, all team second guess. Uh, but uh, you know what? It wasn't terrible picks. They weren't the best. No. Uh if, now let's maybe break down our predictions for the second half. Who's going to come away with these awards? Griff, do you want to start us off with an MVP for the American League? I'm cheating a little bit because I'm looking at these numbers because I feel like if you're not on a list of five or seven players, you're probably not in the running for it. Uh, going from bet online, seeing Shoyo Otani minus 120, that's tough to beat because these two players and two good players at that. Um you know, Judge at plus 125 isn't too far of an outsider considering how many home runs he's hit. I just, I don't know. Can you, you tell me this? I, I, I'm not, we haven't told each other our picks before the show. I just don't know how you beat Shoei Otani if he's going to continue to strike out umpteen batters a night and be the best hitter in that lineup, especially now that Trout's on the IL for God knows how long. I'm, I, for me, I'm going to continue with my MVP pick. Um, no, I'm sorry. I'm not going to continue. I'm going to change my pick, of course. I have to go with Aaron Judge as the MVP. When you're watching Otani play, he has been extremely dominant pitching-wise. Otani has been a very good hitter, too. I just don't know what he's going to be focusing on more in the second half. This team is clearly not in to win it this year. Is it going to be focusing more on the pitching in the second half? I don't. I don't know. I have a lot of confidence in him maybe winning the Cy Young. I just don't know with how Judge has played this year. Overall, he's been extremely consistent, leading the league in home runs. RBIs, I think he's three behind or you know, maybe three or four behind Jose Ramirez for the, the league lead or the American League lead. So he's right there in all categories. He's not going to bat over 300. Be lucky to bat maybe 280, 285. But Judge is... Judge needs to play well the second half for the Yankees to have a really successful season at the end of the year and continue on going to the postseason. I just think Judge is going to be that guy. I don't know how Otani is going to keep it up again. I mean, is Otani going to get 40 home runs again? I, I don't I don't, I don't. know. I mean, it, and you certainly have the advantage of Judge playing for the best team. I mean, if he was the quarterback, if he was Tom Brady, he'd be winning it for sure. Uh, but what Otani's doing, the fact that they're making rules for him, I mean, that says a lot. I, I mean, it could be one of those things, though, where the Angels start 
I mean, he's only pinching once a week. I mean, I wonder if they start extending that even further to keep his arm as healthy as possible because honestly, they have very little to play for. Bet online currently offering Mike Trout at 22 to 1 is basically stealing money. He's got no chance. And I got to say, Jordan Alvarez has been awesome, uh, recent IL stint notwithstanding, but I don't think he's anywhere near 14 to 1 odds to, to win this thing. So, um, you know, you might be right. Maybe Judge can take it based on the team running away with things. I just I feel like every good start that Otani has, the the argument against him becomes weaker and weaker. You want to go NL MVP now? Oh, we didn't even break down the MVPs. I don't uh, doubt those awards yet. You want to just continue? That yet. Okay, so stay American State. League's right. young. Yeah, stay. Okay, that's cool. Um, all right, so looking at these, I mean Verlander from my twenty-five to one down to plus two twenty. Uh, I'm not sure what we're going to expect from Shane McClanahan, and I think the team success part is a big deal here. Uh, I'm going to stick Verlander tw- uh, 220. I'm going to go with Shohei Otani at plus 600. Otani has had a, in a, in an incredible first half. His last, I think, four or five starts had double-digit strikeouts. He's pitching really well. His off-speed is hitting. The fastball has always been there. I, I think you mentioned it just before. They might be stretching him out even longer. I don't know. I mean, I'm going to take my chances. I think McClanahan can't keep the run that he's on. I just don't think he can keep doing it. And you can't have a guy pitch that well and a team score, you know, two or three, maybe two runs a game. You you need offense behind a pitcher like that because he's going out there every single outing and dominating. And I, I don't know if the, 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 he's going to be pitching well enough to win ball games because the offense is horrible. Verlander pick is great. I think he can definitely add his, it's even incredible at his age that he is even up for the Cy Young and also coming off a of Tommy John surgery. Uh, but I'm going to go with Shohei. I think he's having an incredible year as doing the Cy Young. I just don't think he can win the MVP. I don't know that the bat can stay there all year long. Well, I don't blame you. Six to one on Shohei from what he's done so far. Pitching is is pretty long, long odds for him. But I think it's going to be a big deal competing against those two teams that are fighting for the playoffs. I feel like I, I wonder if they might even start limiting. I don't want to say this too loudly for the Rays to hear it, but I want <laughs> to start limiting Shane McClanahan's number, uh, his inning because he's been a guy they've like refused to extend um, in the past, unfortunately. Um, so I guess rookie of the year, I already mentioned it, started to steal that thunder, but Julio Rodriguez minus 500, Jeremy Pena six to one, Bobby Witt seven and a half to one. I, I feel like that's uh, an almost. I mean, stay it's healthy, Rod. Stay healthy, please. I think it's. I think it's a lock. And he's had an incredible first half. Struggled the first month or so. I mean, as a 21 year old rookie would, starting in center field. Didn't oh, help Rod- when the umpires were against him the whole time. But yes, I agree. I totally agree. Uh, a lot of those at bats were definitely suspect for him. Uh, I think J Rod is going to have. A great second half. I think he's going to really help this team potentially make the postseason, which we both have the Mariners making. God willing, please. And <laughs> that's that's our American League breakdown of reviewing our American League awards from the first half and then what we think the second half is going to hopefully happen. Now on to the National League. We'll do this as fast as we can with a lot of information. Uh, I'll break down my MVP pick. He just won the home run derby. I had Juan Soto winning the MVP. I look, he was a plus 350. I think he was the maybe the second or third best odds to win the MVP. 
I should have maybe looked into it a little bit more, not because of who Juan Soto is. Juan Soto is a uh, unbelievable player, and you'd be playing in New York fairly soon, depending on which team. I think I should have just focused on also the team that he played for. Not a lot of runners are going to get on for him. That means less runs driven in. That means RBI total is going to be small. So I, I should have maybe looked at it a little bit more, but also Juan Soto struggled in the first in the first few months. His batting average is low. He's not uh, having a typical Juan Soto season, right? Where the batting average side on base and slugging is through the freaking roof. He's still having a great season. It's just not what we're what we're seeing, what we've seen in the past. And I think we all have to kind of give the kid the credit. He's 23 years old. He's already a, a legend as it is. I mean, he's got a World Series under his belt. He's gonna he's gonna turn up. He, I mean, Washington D.C.'s their park, uh, Nationals Park, is known for being really, really pitcher friendly while it's cold out. So maybe that had more of an effect. I also feel like you don't need to pitch to him because Nelly Cruz isn't exactly scary at 41 years old or how old he is. Um, there is potential for March Taylor to be right, that maybe he gets traded to one of the big teams. It gets really, really hot, whether it's the Dodgers, the Yankees, or the Mets. I feel like any of that way it would go. Though I do feel like if he went to the Yankees, that might make it a little harder for, for him to win the NL MVP because <laughs> yeah. uh, he'll be in the other league accumulating better stats, most likely there. Um, but yeah, I mean, my pick of Mookie Betts was a lot because I thought he was going to have a better year um coming off of injury and that he'd be playing for the best team in the national league unfortunately he and freddie freeman both at 12 to 1 are going to steal votes from each other potentially uh austin riley at 12 to 1 also hilarious that he's fourth in the mvp race in the nl but barely made it into as like an add-on to the all-star game but that's what happens when fans vote and it's ridiculous but whatever i'm not gonna die fighting that battle um, currently seeing Paul Goldschmidt, the leader at plus 115. Uh, don't think I'd bet that with my worst enemy's money, though I think he's been great. I just feel like that's going to be hard for him to hold up to. And and if you're betting MVPs at plus 115, uh, I'll probably take your action. Hit me at the real underscore G Warner on Twitter. Um, I don't know that Manny Machado at five and a half to one. So I feel like there's, you know, the 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 further you get away from, from those two, I feel like the better, uh, Alonzo at six to one, certainly possible is racking up a ton of RBIs. I think that's very dependent on how the Mets do compared to the, the Braves. Um, cause these are, I mean, regular season awards are going to be decided pretty, pretty quickly. I feel like, um, you don't have to see the whole world series run and that's a big deal. Um, so I gotta say, I don't know necessarily that I want to change for my Mookie bets pick. Unfortunately seeing Trey Turner at 18 to one right behind him. So you got three Dodgers within, I mean, all, all, let's see, five through seven in the MVP voting. I think there's a long way to go. I don't think Schwarber really has a chance. I'm not in love with your Juan Soto pick unless he gets traded, but I think that's a big if because yeah. I feel like the, the Nats are going to try to get as much as they can. And they might be like, okay, we're not getting enough now at the trade deadline, so we'll see what we can get next year. Um, I don't know that they care about selling tickets, but that's a whole other thing potentially too. Um, I don't know. This one's kind of all over the place. I don't know who I'd pick from those Dodgers. So I guess I'm going to stick with Mookie Betts uh, and hoping that my March prediction ends up coming true. I really think it could be a possibility. I, I think it's for me, for me personally, I think it's kind of an obvious pick. I think Paul Goldschmidt has had an incredible year, batting 330, 20 home runs, 70 RBIs, an OPS of I mean, it's skyrocketing high, guys. I mean, th- these numbers are insane. He's batting over his, – his OPS is higher than his career average right now. And he's on a on a team that gets on base a lot. 
There's protection all over the place in that lineup. And I think the Cardinals, if they want to have any chance of making a postseason, they need Goldschmidt to continue this run. And I think he'll continue this run. And St. Louis will make a wild card. But like you said before, St. Louis can easily win this division as well. It's definitely going to be lopsided. I feel like, Griff, I feel like it's September, like the, like the last three weeks, it's going to be like first place, first place, first place, first place. It's going to go back and forth. Uh, but for me, my National League MVP, I'm going to go with Paul, Paul Goldschmidt. Okay, taking the favorite. I mean, it's probably fairly likely based on what the market's saying. I just think that there's a lot more value as you go down the list. Uh, next, that takes us to the Cy Young. You want to you lead us off? Yes, I went with, I mean, this is just, this is not lucky, guys. I, I went with the plus 300 Jacob DeGrom, and DeGrom hasn't touched the field. So you can't do anything about that. DeGrom is a Cy Young favorite every single year until he throws the cleats up and retires. Uh, there's nothing really else much to say there. I don't know that the, the one thing I'll say is I'm not sure he's going to have much arm left to throw those cleats up. He might just want to take them, slip them off and leave them <laughs> yeah. on the ground. Uh, but unfortunately, my pick of Walker Bueller, I believe 11 to 1, he's hurt and is going to be out for a very long time. Wasn't really having a great year, which maybe was probably pointing to some maybe arm troubles, something like that. Um, but wasn't himself. Uh, get well soon, Walker. Um, as a Vandy boy, I support him for sure. Um, and I got to say, looking at these current numbers right now, Sandy Alcantara at minus 140. Um, that's what we're doing right now, Sion. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, Corbin Burns at plus 450 looks pretty good. Um, but I got to say, I'm not sure how you take it from Alcantara. His team's going to hurt him, definitely. But yeah. I feel like it didn't really hurt King Felix when he was like 13 and 12 before they, when they used to count and you had to win 20 games to even get considered. I mean, I, yeah. I don't see how you can go away from Sandy Alcantara. Hopefully he stays healthy, um, but he seems pretty like an Iron Man. I mean, he literally won't let Don Magley come out there he just yells at him to get back in the dugout when he starts even looking at him, which I respect. I respect the hell of it, too. And good shout out for that King Felix stat there, because when I was a kid, I was furious because CC Sabathia, I thought, deserved it. I think he had 21 wins that year for the Yankees, something along those lines, something crazy. Uh, but I think King Felix had like all the crazy like ERA and whip and all that kind of crazy statistics. I think, he, I think he threw a perfect game against my Rays bet that year, too. So it was especially... Oh, it was that year, too. Okay. Um, I think as great as Sandy's been all all year, and I've bet on him a few times on, with these best bets we've done, I think Corbin Burns will take it home again uh, I've, at plus Ooh. 450. Burns leads the... I think it leads the entire league in strikeouts right now. Uh, I wanted to double-check here with the keys. He's sitting atop at the fourth spot. So he's just about six strikeouts behind the lead with Dylan Cesar at one at 150. My God, 150 Ks at the, at the break. Well, he does. It's only get outs he gets because the White Sox can't catch. Yeah, um, like, I'm just looking down this list now while we're talking about it. And I mean, sure. Gosselin at 12 to one is pretty nice uh, with that. So is Mark back victory with no losses. I just, I feel like Gonsolin's, I mean, I don't think he'll pitch this way the rest of the year. Musgrove has been awesome, but his team's going to hurt. I mean, his numbers might be really good, though. Is that That's a huge thing. Serge has been hurt for so much. I, I don't know. Freed's been awesome. Uh, I, I like that potentially, especially if the Braves get a bunch of starts against the Nationals coming up. I mean, there's a lot of potential winners in the, in the NL, um, where Sandy minus 140 is a, a really, really big number. 
Um, I, I don't think you can go wrong throwing some, uh, some shekels at some of these, these numbers here. I just, I feel like Sandy's done so well. Um, that's going to be hard for him to get overtaken. It's pretty impressive that Scherzer's in the top five and he really hasn't pitched much this year. That's this year. That just shows how much faith these, uh, you know, odds makers have on Scherzer. It's that's remarkable. And look, Kershaw's not even on this. Kershaw's had a great year too. But Scherzer, just he's a goat. He's great. He's amazing. Uh, Sandy, of course, is a great pick. I, I just think Corbin Burns is going to throw the team on his back with how inconsistent of that rotation's been this year with Peralta. I, is Peralta out the whole year? Is he? I know he's on the. Uh, I think he's uh, actually he's one of the few injuries that like might be coming back sooner than expected. Uh, I he was in the sixties. Yeah. I mean, but it's been 60 days. I think, I think he's getting, I don't think he's there yet, but I want to, I wanted to say, I heard he was starting a rehab assignment, which is That's big. I mean, you never know how those go. And sometimes they'll re-injure or feel a little twinge and not want to push any further, but um, that's certainly something I'm interested in watching because Freddie yeah. P has nasty stuff and that's a, a pretty big loss for a Brewers pen and a really a Brewers rotation Brewers pitching staff that have been trying to kind of fight through it this whole time. I think now we probably move to the NL rookie of the year and this is all over the place. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious when we're looking at our screens here, Griff, where the American league, there's only three options and the national league is there's a million. So, cause it, it just, you know, watching Spencer Strider this year has been honestly really, it's been really fun to watch how great he has been. I remember when he got minor in spring training, he was getting some looks and I'm like, who's the kid with the stash and the short pants and he's and the thighs and the yeah. thighs. Oh my yeah, goodness. Shout out them thighs. And also he's throwing 102 on the mound as a starter. And he started, I think he started in the pen. Am I correct? He started in the bullpen to start he the year. Did. He did. Took him a while to get into the rotation, but got there eventually. He has had some kind of rocky starts for him to be a plus 150 favorite for the year. I feel like this is really wide. I mean, Michael Harris hitting ninth for the Braves. He's been awesome defensively. He's been but awesome. That, that means very little in a voting type of capacity here. He's going to have to hit. I don't really know why he's there. Cause I, I just, I don't know what, a, a even if he want a gold glove, let's say in center field, like, I don't know if that's enough to win a, a rookie of the year. Did you, did we mention our rookie of the years for the national league? I don't think we even said it. Uh, you <laughs> can say yours. I, I don't <laughs> want to mention my Joey Bart pick cause he already got sent down once and he's never lived up to the expectations. Okay. So he has Joey Bart. I had a uh, plus 900 really thought the kid would be great this year. Clearly not. His name is Hunter green. He Hunter green has had, the rookie woes. He's ERA is north of six. That's our picks. Nothing really else to, to, to dissect. <laughs> I mean, there. he's great, great arm. Uh, great arm. Yeah. He'll be great soon. Give him a couple of years. But um, with this rookie of the year class right now, uh, you know, O'Neill Cruz is even getting some love right now, a plus 700. Yeah, I with his 206 batting average. Like, what a, it's like it, he weighs more than that. I know. And look, and honestly, like, you know, the first couple, the first month of the season, Seiya Suzuki was having, it looked like Seiya was going to be the rookie of the year candidate. Uh, you have Nolan Gorman at plus 1600. If Nolan got more at bats, maybe you'd be a little higher. Who knows? Uh, ah, I think. Ha, 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 don't, don't start me. We're I late, know. We're late in the episode. I know. Do you, th- do you think that Strider could get it going? Strider's ERA is at a three. Three, almost three even. He's striking out the world right now. He has 114 strikeouts right now. The record really, I don't know. How many really innings? Matter. How many innings? 
114 Ks in 74 and a third innings pitched. Ooh, I feel like he's a prime candidate for the four innings pitched starts every six or seven days coming up as they try to keep that arm as lively as possible. It could be good for his numbers, his ratios. I just don't think that's going to be good for pitcher wins. Hopefully that stat doesn't matter anymore. Uh, I'm tempted to look down this list. Say Suzuki has been great. The Cubs are terrible, however, so that's the problem. If the Cardinals get really hot and Gorman's playing a lot, hitting a bunch of home runs, as I expect he will, uh, I don't think 16-1 is too long, too crazy there. Uh, Mackenzie Gore is about to get sent down, I think, or permanently moved to the bullpen. So I think that's a waste. Brendan Donovan, it's hilarious that he's 20-1. He's important to the, the Cardinals. A lot of Cardinals on this list. Juan Yapez is on the IL right now. Alec Thomas, Jack Slavinsky, just save your money uh, or burn it. It's more fun. Um, you know, I got to say, ah, based on I what I feel, the Cardinals right now. What? I know. I know. I know. Keep going. Keep going. You're going the same direction. I am. I'm taking Gorman 16 to one here. Dude, you beat me right to it. I'm, I'm, but the only thing I'm scared about is Nolan Gorman is his batting average. It's, right now it's a 241. I got to see where Michael Harris is real quick. 241 is like 280 in the 2005 season. Like it's amazing how bad and how few hits people get. But to be to be fair, I mean he's going to strike out a million times. But Michael Harris he, is good too. Walking Jeez. walking is a is just as important. Walks as good as a hit, as they used to tell me on the baseball diamond. So um, I would just steal second and third, though. So uh, it's not really as realistic in uh, on the little league diamond versus what these guys are doing. But yeah, I think I think Nolan Gorman just free Nolan Gorman. Just stop giving it bats, Albert Pujols. Hopefully, the home run derby is his last swing. Hopefully, uh, Mike Lauer is batting two eighty three. Strider also has really realistically pitched. He's maxing out at five innings. That's what his average really is. You even just said before, he's already hitting that plateau where he's like, I'm going to go four or five innings and the bullpen does the rest, which might help him in the long run when it comes to his stats. And yeah, that's why his ERA is kind of nice. I mean, he's, you know, seeing the lineup, you twice. know, once, once, maybe twice. Yeah. Two and a half, maybe. Um, I, I think I'm going to go with Michael Harris. Michael Harris has been pretty impressive. He's starting a lot. And I will also, I don't know when Rosario comes back and starts to play well, what happens with him? I mean, if you're looking to actually catch the ball in the outfield, I'm I totally agree every day. God. But uh, I worry that 283 batting average might not have a lot of power RBI and things like that involved in it. But, you know, the more bats you have, the better uh, <clears throat> St. Louis. Um, but, you know, you go. I got to say, from where I sit, no one, I mean, I've been a big believer, mainly based on him just homering every day in the minors, and it took for ever for him to get called up but i gotta say i th- i feel like the cardinals um are a team that i will focus on uh a lot the second half it's kind of where it feels like based on what i think about them versus where the odds are and uh without further ado before we get to our best bets i'm going to go mention a beat the hitman nfl contest 500 bucks for first place and you get a 500 bonus the hitman killed the nfl season last year 52 and a half units 52.65, if you want to uh, quote him exactly. Sorry, uh, reading is, is fun. Uh, if you want to beat the hitman, you got to join this contest. See who earns the most NFL units and you win 500 cash. If you earn more than hitman did last year, that's 52.65 units. So you're going for 52.66. If you get 52.66, you get an additional 500. That's $1,000 cash. One G, you can say you you got the notion from uh, the MLB edition of the Dream Preview podcast. Go to pregame. Go to pregame. 
the pregame, pregame.com, and enter uh, the contest. Click on contest, and you can find the Hitman NFL contest there. Um, go win a thousand bucks, and hopefully, uh, you can spend it on 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 some picks uh, on the site, or I don't know, maybe invest it in Bitcoin because uh, we're having a good week so far. Without further ado, uh, I'm going to lead off our best bets um, because there's one I don't want to let Taylor steal from me. And I'm going to take the Cardinals plus 115 to win the NL Central. Um, I did stick with my preseason pick because I like sticking with things uh, that don't look completely broken. And I feel like the Cardinals lineup's better than the Brewers. I feel like their bullpen is similar. Uh, I'll give the edge to the Brewers there. But I think having a, a long lineup is really important. I like what I've seen from St. Louis. I feel like they're more apt to do stuff at the deadline than the Brewers are. So St. Louis Cardinals plus 115 to win the NL Central uh, as Nolan Gorman wins the NL Rookie of the Year. Let's go. Wow. All righty. Look at that. Um, I'm going to go with, I just had it up real quick. I'm going to go with a guy that uh, he's sitting atop third in the American League Cy Young. My best bet will be Shohei Otani plus 600 to win the American League Cy Young Award. I know that might be crazy. The guy's a two-way. But the guy did it last year winning the MVP. And I know maybe not get my, you know, he might not get so much love because he's only getting on the mound once a week. But he's been dominating every single time he's been on the mound. Shohei Otani to win the American League Cy Young at plus 600. It's showtime. Let's go get me a W. Best bet right there. There you go. It might be a little crazy, but. I don't uh, think it's crazy. I mean, Shohei's been awesome. He uh, strikes out everybody. That slider that he somehow paints up and away to right-handed hitters, I don't know how he does it. No one I've ever watched does it, nor has success with it. But uh, he gets a lot of swing and misses. Uh, and if he did what he did against the Astros, I'm sure he'll do it against the Angels. Or no, he plays the Angels. Excuse me. I'm sure he'll do it for the Angels against the Athletics because he probably sees them three more times this year. All right, Griff, do you want to uh, send you, you want to give us your handle and then I'll send us home? Yeah, please. Uh, the real underscore G Warner. If you want um, to follow us, throw us some questions. We didn't really do the, the fan episode as, as our listener questions for this one, as we clearly have probably gone two hours, it feels like. Uh, but thanks, everyone, for listening. I hope you enjoyed what we're going through. And we're going to be keep going until they uh, take us off the airwaves. So stay with us three episodes a week until I think we'll probably cut back to two at some point, but uh, we're going three until we, till we stop. So keep listening. If you want to hear more of us, if our ratings are up, I'm sure it'll keep us going. Uh, follow me on Twitter, the real underscore G Warner. Go ahead, Taylor. Yeah. Let's keep those three episodes going. People love it. I'm getting messages all the time that people love the three episodes. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Taylor Ringgold, T-A-Y-L-O-R-R-I-N-G-O-L-D. You can follow me also on Instagram. I'm posting a lot of my best bet videos on my Instagram as well. It is Taylor underscore Ringgold, still spelled the same way. Just have an underscore in there. Another great episode. We just recapped the first half and gave you some futures for the second half and into the postseason. Another great episode, continuing just putting out great content for you people. We will catch you guys on Friday. Enjoy the All-Star game. You guys are probably watching right now as, as uh, we're actually recording right now. I'm going to put it on as soon as we're done recording. So, uh, let's have some great baseball this week and uh, give us a comment in the, co- in, the, in, the, in the DMs about maybe where you think Juan Soto will land the next few weeks. So that's Ooh. a little question for you guys. Catch you guys on Friday. Peace. <laughs>